Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito, and let's jump into it. So today I want to talk about taking chances and better yet, um, really focusing on trying new things. So both of those are a little different from one another, right? Taking chances means you're actually risking something. But even trying something new, you're risking something because you're you're risking losing your time on something you may or may not enjoy, right? So I feel like a lot of people don't really find their purpose, right? They don't find their their inner chi, their happiness. Because they they stay on a guided path, and and when I say guided path, what what I'm talking about is, uh, and I talk about this a lot. Um, I'm talking about you doing what other people have told you you should do. You know, the the age old your parents want you to, you know, do good in school and do some extracurricular stuff and probably play sports and, you know. Um, volunteer here and there and then go to college and get a good nine to five job and you know be a successful young adult and blah 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 right so here's a problem with that that's that's something like and i'm not saying your parents did that with you i'm not saying you as a parent are doing that with someone else but think about it like break it down into some real simplistic, you know, forms. And I'm going to paint kind of an ugly picture right now. That's kind of pimping out your kids, right? Like why does your child have to be a doctor or a lawyer, right? Or why do you as a young adult have to push yourself to be, you know, the quarterback on the football team versus the water boy, right? Um, I think – too often um, we push people into boxes and quite honestly they can end up being very very unhappy so um, one, one of my former leaders uh, had me read this book which even when he gave it to me he said you probably don't need it as much as other people but uh, I will say I, I did need it because there were some parts of the book that totally made me think um, but the book was called Speak Freely, right? And the reason he was saying I probably don't need it is because I don't have a problem speaking my mind. But there was a story in the book about um, a kid and his father, and they're like the kids on the basketball team, and the kid didn't do good, and so the dad's driving the kid home, and he starts getting on the kid, right? And he's he's basically telling the kid, like, you know, man, you need to step up your defense, and you need to practice more, and you need to blah, 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 and you need to do this, and you need to do that. And the kid goes, Dad, I don't even like basketball, you know? And when I read it, I was like, that's so powerful, right? Because... Once again, go back to my other podcast on the Book of Life, right? 
sometimes as much as we don't want someone to write our book like to tell us what to do but we will totally sit here and impose that shit on other people and especially on our own family our own kids so i have a four-year-old daughter going on five and um my wife and i are very big on letting her kind of become herself right um of course you know she's going to be getting both of our views and and what we believe in and stuff but i like to think we both are very much open to her being what she wants to be when she decides what that is right um so needless to say that child in that book and that was a based on a true story right um that child had the courage to speak up to his dad and basically say you know what i don't even like this and i'll use myself as a case in point my father never went to any of my sporting events so i liked baseball so i played baseball he never came my dad loved soccer being latin being south american being peruvian you know soccer is the biggest sport everywhere else you know the real football if you would football uh, but anyway so I figured if I play soccer, my dad will come and watch because it's soccer. Like, he goes and watches soccer games as it is. And my dad never came. And I played for a few years, and, and later on I was like, damn, that kind of sucked. I didn't even really want to play, but I was hoping my dad would come. Not trying to beg on my dad, but that, that's, a, that's the truth too, right? So we will do things because of what others want or because we feel like it'll bring us closer or whatever to that individual, right? So needless to say, there's a lot of times where there's something we want to do, right? Something we want to do that we won't do because something. So I've told this story a little bit before too. So when I was in prison, um, everyone played football and stuff, but it was like rugby, right? And when I say everyone, I'm talking all the big dudes, right? But it was like rugby because there was no padding, right? It's not like in the, the longest yard and all that where they, like, played real football. We're talking rugby, man. You, you had a line and it was flag football, but it was rugby. Like, there was full-on contact and you could sideline pop. And, yeah, any way, anyhow, people were getting their hits in, right? Um, and the only uh, protective gear you could get, you could get a, a, a cup, which nobody really used, but mouthpiece that's one thing everyone got because people were getting busted in their face all the time so needless to say somebody asked me to play i was a chunky dude right um i was like 240 ish 245 um and i played softball you know i played basketball not that i was great at any of it i was decent at softball was not good at basketball at all but I, I could run around, right? So they needed some people for the line, you know, which is where all the heavy hitting, where all the biggest freaking dudes are. And this guy kept pushing me. He's like, come on, dude, come out and play. Come out and play. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, hell no. Nah. Because when I play sports, like, I really get into it. I talk shit. And the other piece of it was, for the most part, the guys that play sports, they, they get that's It's all in the court. It's all in the field. They leave it there, right? But a lot of them dudes that play football, they were some serious gangbangers and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to end up getting in a fight or getting stabbed or something. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. So he gets me out there and kind of like puts me through some training. 
Ali Duchesne, if you're out, I hope you are, brother. But, you know, he pushed me to do this. And he got me to go out and play. And um, I'm going head up against dudes that were 350, 400 freaking pounds, like literal monsters in prison, right? Handling it. But if he hadn't pushed me a little bit, I wouldn't have done it. And I ended up loving it. I played that until I paroled. Like, I played every freaking year from that year, right? So about five or six years till I paroled. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's... It's something that I probably wouldn't have did. The other thing was, right, you know, five years till I got out, I started doing all the self-help stuff. I wasn't big on getting involved with that because I knew a lot of people were going for ulterior motives. They wanted to get something in their file saying they were doing something positive so they could try and get a release date. And so I kind of looked at it like, eh, it's a bunch of fake people. So I wouldn't do it because I had this, this perception of the people that were there so i i was getting closer and closer to coming home and i'll say three three ish four ish years to the house i really started just signing up for anything and everything that they offered and people wouldn't want to get up and talk right because who wants to share when you're in prison right who wants to be that guy right um I liken it to if you've ever seen the movie with the Will Smith um, Hancock when, you know, he's like got the superpowers and he goes to prison and he's in these little like self-help groups and like they come to him to talk and he keeps, no, I don't want to talk, I want to talk. That's how it is, right? And so needless to say, I started being in these groups and no one wants to talk and so I was like, man, I'll talk. And next thing I know, I'm up speaking in front of, you know, 40, 50 inmates and, and a bunch of free people and... You know, it was something that was natural to me. And then it took years after prison and being in a corporate office before someone else saw that that was a skill I had. And ever since then, I've been getting up and talking in front of people, like, for years now. So, but if I hadn't just swallowed it and got up and did it, I would have never known, you know. So, take a chance on something. If you've ever looked at something and just said, man, I'd like to do that, get up and do it. You know what I mean? I don't care if it's karaoke. I don't care if you're 45 years old and you go, man, I'd love to go to one of those intramural soccer, football, whatever leagues. Do it. Do it. The worst thing is you suck. Who cares? I'll tell you right now, a lot of those leagues, they're looking for people and they know they're going to get some people that suck. And the people that are good are going to help you be better. So just go. You know, if it's you want to learn how to line dance, freaking sign up. Worst case, you do it for a little while and you find out, eh, I actually don't like it. You know, and you stop doing it. So I just finished working out. Um, I did an hour, but basically I did 45 minutes, like, hardcore uh, prison routine. So I do 20 burpees, two sets with weights, right into 20 more burpees, after I did five sets of that, so 100 burpees with 10 sets of exercises, then I broke it down to 10 burpees, two sets with weights, and then I jog a quick lap. Uh, and when I say lap, I'm talking something that takes about 45 seconds a minute. It's just a little cul-de-sac where we live at. And then right back into 10 burpees, did five sets of those, and then another five set of 20 with two. So I ended up getting 250 burpees in and... Ah, uh, geez, I don't know what is that. 
10, 20, 25 sets of uh, exercises with weights and stuff in 45 minutes. Do you think I like doing that? Do you think I like wake up in the morning and go, ooh, let me see? And it, it it's just become a thing with me because I've been doing this for a few months now to where I actually do kind of feel bad if I don't do something in the day, right? But guaranteed, it didn't start off that way. And I started like three months ago. I was 242 pounds. Now I'm two, what, 15 right now. So doing pretty good, right? Down almost 30 pounds-ish, you know what I mean? And um, it's become a habit, right? And then I don't want to do it. And when I get started, I usually, it pushes me to like, you know, you can't do light day. There's no such thing as a light day. And I push myself. It's all about just trying new shit, man. Um, So this can go from something as simple as, going up and talking to the person that you've been attracted to for weeks, months, whatever, to, like, getting back into school. Or better yet, screw school. Because a piece of paper is a piece of paper. The knowledge is what will get you there. I'll tell you right now, you can make a resume look good enough to get you to the point where you get to open your mouth. And whatever comes out your mouth is what will get you the job. I'm going to tell you that right now, Um, for the most part. So why not crack open a book? Why not listen to a podcast like this? Why not watch some YouTube videos? Why not sign up for a master class? Those are, what, a hundred and something bucks for a year? And you can watch as many videos as you want from a bunch of people that have been doing it, that are professionals, that can give you helps and tips, right? Uh, shout out to Hostway for putting me up on the master classes, right? Um, but... um. There's a uh, so much like you want to try your hand at photography. Cool. I'm I'm really big on that too. I just don't want to spend all the money on stuff. So I've been trying to do stuff with my expensive phone. Hell, the money I spent on my phone twelve hundred bucks. I guess I could have got a good camera, right? But um, but you know, look on Instagram. Look on Facebook. Look on TikTok. Look on um. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, right? Look on all those for um, tips on how to take better pictures. I found all kinds of stupid things in these little like 15 to 60 second clips that really show you some like cool tricks to do to take really nice pictures either with your phone or with your camera or whatever, right? Or to use two phones to take a, you know, a mirror picture and all this stuff and try it out. Post some pictures. See what happens. You know, you've been thinking about writing a book, but you're like, oh, I don't think I'll ever get a book written. How about writing something short? A short story. And then maybe you write another one, then another one. Next thing you know, you have a book of short stories, right? And what's the worst case? You don't get to monetize it. You don't make any money. Maybe you just give it away to a bunch of people. And maybe five or six years from now, someone says, man, I want to publish this. And then you make some money, and that's great. But the things I'm telling you about taking a chance and doing something new, do not. it shouldn't revolve around money. Now, why do I say it shouldn't revolve around money? Because way too often we get into something or we're trying something or we're, we're working on something new, and we stop because we don't get something in return. 
which means you weren't serious about it in the first place, right? So once again, I've been working out pretty good, you know, three months straight, right? If I had expected to lose 10 pounds in the first week, I would have gave up. Hell, if I expected to lose five pounds in the first week, I would have gave up because it doesn't work that way. And the funny thing is with weight loss, usually when you're really overweight, you will lose a whole bunch of weight real quick and then it slows down because, you know, you're getting smaller and everything else. But my point is, if you go into it thinking you're going to get instant gratification, instant results, instant money, instant fame, instant, you know, um, uh, uh, acknowledgement, then you might as well not do it. That's not what trying something new or taking a risk is about. What it's about is doing it, finding out that you enjoy doing it, and then committing to it and continuously doing it and, and continuously working on improving how you do it and what you're doing, right? So um, if you don't follow me on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, it's all 15 to life. Look it up. But I give a lot of daily tips and daily thoughts. So one I just gave the other day was um, talking about that. And basically what I said was, like, how many times have you been driving by, going to work, wherever, you know, something you go by regularly and there's some construction, right? So let's say they're they're building a building. Um, it's going to have offices and then like some retail, like Starbucks and crap on the bottom floor, whatever, right? And so... You probably drive by and they're they're like clearing out, you know, they're flattening the ground, they're getting ready to do foundation, and you might see like the sign that has a picture of this big fabulous building, and you're like, ooh, they're gonna build something there. Months go by, right? And you see some work now and then, then it rains and you don't see any work, but it's like months and months and you're like, damn, there's still, oh man, now they're blocking the road with dumpsters because they're moving dirt and crap. Oh God, what a pain in the ass, blah, blah, blah. A year goes by. Now they got a foundation. They got some stupid rebar and sticks and crap sticking up. Oh, they're starting to work on it. Months and months and months go by. Holy crap. It's starting to look like a building. You know, they're actually, the framework and they got the top done and they got the big ass crane blocking the street for the next two months and blah 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 now it's a year and a half two years later and they're basically wrapping things up and you're like wow i remember when they first started then a few months later starbucks is open hey i'm gonna pull over and get me a coffee and you walk in and they're like hi welcome to starbucks can i help you and you're like yeah let me get a $20 Frappuccino Rappatino with a flipped upside down and mixed from the bottom with Splenda lightly sprinkled on the top. You tell them your ridiculous order. They get you your $20 coffee. And you go, thanks. I'm so glad there's a Starbucks here now. I remember when they first started building it. It seemed like yesterday. Now you'll do that, right? And you'll talk about how, man, I, I remember when this was a vacant lot. It seems like the other day, knowing that it took two, two and a half years for that Starbucks to get there. But you won't take two and a half weeks to better yourself by trying something new and committing to it. I'm telling y'all, stop looking at examples 
all through your life of how dedication, commitment, and long-term commitment leads to returns on that investment, success, reaching goals, and acting like it won't work if you do it yourself. I've done so little with my life at 47 years old that I get angry a lot of times with myself. And I want to try new things and I want to do new things. And now I'm a husband and I'm a father and I, I got to be sure I'm taking care of my family. But I still want to do these new things. So this podcast is one of them. I started doing my YouTube. And once again, if it ever becomes something that I can monetize, that's awesome. But I'm going to do it until I die, whether it makes me money or not. Because I can see the building in the future, right? So I'm going to keep working on it. I don't care if I don't have the foundation set yet, but it will be. And then I'll work on the first floor and then we'll keep going up. And I hope you all stick with me through this journey. And I hope this little story helps you to start realizing those one to three items that you're thinking about. Like, I wish I could or I should or whatever. Go out and pick one and just start doing it. And commit to doing it at least six weeks. Six weeks, y'all. I know everyone says 21 days to make a habit, 30 days to make a habit. I'm telling you, do it for six weeks and do it consistently. If you don't do it consistently, start over. So like if you start working out and you go for two weeks strong and then you take a week off, you now start over. And you have to put in six weeks. If you're doing working out minimum three times a week, I would say an hour each time but at least a half an hour do that commit to it six weeks see if you see results all right and that goes for reading books and everything else chalk out half an hour a day that you're going to read or give yourself a goal i'm going to read a chapter a day if it's a short one i got a short day if it's a long one i got a long day that's just what it's going to be i'm with y'all i know we can do it together we can all be freaking awesome together all right so this is tito 15 alive telling you try something new Get out of your comfort zone, find what you love, commit to it, and then stick with it. Let's develop these good habits and rock it out. 15 to life. Love y'all.